Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. Hey, and I wanted to spend some time with you guys. There's so much going on in the news right now. I can sit still and not say anything. So I had to come on and just give you my intuitive take. So welcome. It is April 1st, 2023. Some people say it's April Fool's Day. So, but everything I'm going to tell you today is for real. So here we go. Just want to talk about right off the bat. March 23rd was the beginning of the age of the of Aquarius. And a lot of us grew up in the time where the fifth dimension sang that song. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Well, it is the age of Aquarius right now. And I mentioned this on one of my shows this week, but I wanted to bring it up. And I pulled this from Susan Miller Astrology. She's one of my favorite astrologers. And here's what it says. March will be a major turning point of the year for three major planets will change signs. Mars will move to Cancer after seven months in Gemini. Saturn will move to Pisces after spending nearly three years in Aquarius. And Pluto will briefly move to Aquarius after 15 years in Capricorn to return more permanently to Aquarius in 2024. So we're just getting a taste of what's going to happen when it does go into Aquarius in 2024. Now it will stay there for 20 years. This is why this is so huge because Aquarius is new way of thinking, um, more open-mindedness, more you know, let's get along kind of thing. And it's going to change everything. So in May, Jupiter will change signs too, after being a year in Aries. And this is plenty of planetary traffic in the heavens, she says. So if you only read one of the forecasts this year, please read this one. I love it. It's all good news because life that seemed to bring all the same old situations without any change will now bring new conditions and a chance to dissolve former problems. Opportunities will sprout out and sprout up in places where there were none for much too long. So this is really cool. Um, I feel really good about this too. And I'm going to tap in and tell you what my feeling is on this. All right, here we go. Okay, so what I pick up is the age of Aquarius will bring in a new way of thinking, a new way of being, a new way of operating, a new energy. Um, the energy will be, will start to bring in more of a calmness. We've had such an erratic, crazy energy that energy will begin to calm is what I pick up from this. I'm excited about the age of Aquarius. This is a new beginning. This is a change. This is what we need. And things have really gotten out of hand. You know, um, I'm going to go ahead and just go to the bottom of my pile. <laughs> I have a pile of stuff. I want to talk about Trump. I really am frustrated to see what is happening in our country. Now, first of all, let me preface this saying that I don't know what Trump did. 
who I don't think anybody does right now. I don't know if he was unfaithful to his wife and he paid this lady off, then that's not so cool. Okay. But that's their personal stuff. You know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with us. It's got nothing to do with him as an elected official or a politician or anything like that. So what's really upsetting me is that this was a misdemeanor. They say it is, um, there is a uh, statute of limitations. Uh, they say that it's beyond that. So when you're beyond that, and there's so much stuff going on in New York, and I'm going to bring this back because this all happened in New York City. New York City used to be safe. I was a buyer for a while for a department store years ago, and I got to go to New York City and I got to buy goods and stuff. And it was fun and it was safe and it was okay. And I could go there. But today, New York City, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm really sorry to say this from everything I've seen and everything I've talked, people I've spoken to who live there and um, from the news, it's not safe anymore. So what's really bothering me is that instead of this guy, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, he has decided with his mask on, by the way, a little picture of him with his mask on here. He's decided to go after Trump. And this isn't, I don't think, and I don't know for sure, so you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel this is for anything that really, um, I don't, he didn't kill anybody. And he, um, I don't think really broke any laws here other than maybe they can come up with something on a payment that they think might have had something to do with his campaign. But I don't even know if they can prove that. But what this is, is this is going after politicians. So bottom line is here we are, 2023. And now it's gotten to be that whoever is in charge, whatever party is in charge, it seems to be that this can be done. Now, here's what I picked up intuitively. I wrote this yesterday. This is an aggressive move to show that whoever is in power is in charge. It's a power deal. Beware if you're on the opposing team side as the game will not be played fairly. This is what I'm picking up intuitively. The example is blatant in our faces. We should peacefully form a new party or become a slave to violence. I just think it's time that we do something different. We have to do something different. We are the people. We are the people. You know, Trump's no saint and the democratic side has gotten worse and worse and worse. And so it's almost like, gosh, do we start over? What would our forefathers think? Like, should we just start over with this stuff? Should we just create a new party? Because what they're doing to Trump is not cool. All right. First of all, let me just say that it, he keeps saying it's a witch hunt. Well, it is. And it's blatant. And here's the thing. I don't know. Do they want us to stand up and start rioting? Is that what they're trying to do? Is that what they're trying to provoke? And then they can blame it on him. Is it they just want his mugshot so that maybe they can plaster it all over so people won't vote for him like a scare tactic? It's really gotten out of hand. So my suggestion is we come up with a new party. We start over. This is not, none of this works. 
nothing works. The government doesn't work. None of it works. The money is not handled properly. And all we have is corruption. So I believe that the people need to take over the situation. How do we do this? I don't know. It's hard. It used to be, oh, go and vote. Now we can't trust our vote. So maybe each community, each state has to go in and have their own government. And I don't know, maybe we do away with the big umbrella. I don't know what the answer is, but that was my intuitive take on that. So I just wanted to talk about this because what I see going on is this isn't cool and it's not right. And, um, you know, it wouldn't be high road to humanity if I didn't say something about it, whatever side you're on, none of this is right. There's too much awful killings and muggings and they're not going after them in New York. They're going after Trump who's in Florida. It doesn't make any sense. It's completely politically motivated and that's where we've come as a country. So it's a sad day. I will say that. There's more. Ah, I hate to say this. Maybe we should say some good news. I'll bring in some good news. I did pull a few things today. So this angel came out of nowhere. Pastor Byer saves grandma from burning home. These are my favorite stories. A man in West Lynn, Oregon is being hailed as a hero for saving a grandmother from a burning home. Kay Brown was inside his house on the night of February 26th when he spotted a flickering orange glow. He called 911 and warned his grandmother, Jenny Brown, to get out of the house. I got to the top of the stairs and I tried to breathe. I tried to breathe in, but it hurt really bad, Kai's told KPTV. I tried to help her down the stairs, but she ended up falling. Jenny was unable to get back up. As a passerby, Ronnie Cullum happened to see the smoke, ran into the burning home. Cullum carried the injured grandmother to the door when arriving where arriving firefighters carried her away. Palum said that Jenny had black all over her face from all of the smoke and the upper level of the home is completely black and dark. This angel came out of nowhere and just swooped me up and I was out the door like that, Jenny said. I love it. See, there's some good people out there, you guys. All right, let's talk about the weather. What's happening here with the weather? At least 21 killed as tornadoes tear through the Midwest and the South. I don't care what anybody says. I think there are a few who are controlling the weather. And I think they're doing this. Well, I'll just ask. Here we go. Why are they doing this? What's up with all the tornadoes? Okay, she says they're intentionally being spun to tear up the infrastructure of the United States as much as possible, to create destruction, fear, havoc. Yes, these are man-made. So that's what I pick up intuitively. I felt that, I really did. Um, What, so we believe in global warming? Is that what this is? It's crazy stuff. One person was killed. At least 40 others were hurt after a roof collapsed at a theater in Illinois. Communities in at least six states were affected, officials said. 
North Little Rock, Arkansas communities and at least six states on Saturday began assessing destruction left by a powerful storm system on Friday that spawned ferocious tornadoes, killing at least 21 people, causing a roof at a packed venue in Illinois to collapse in the second week, such deadly outbreaks of severe weather in the region in a week. Fatalities were reported in Alabama, Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Mississippi, and Tennessee, the authorities said on Saturday, with Tennessee accounting for seven deaths. Officials said five people died in Arkansas, God bless, including an unidentified man in North Little Rock and four in Wynn, about 100 miles to the east in separate tornadoes. This is just terrible. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders of Arkansas and Mayor Frank Scott Jr. of Little Rock, Arkansas, said on news conferences on Saturday morning, they had been touch, in touch with President Biden, who offered federal resources. The gover, governor also declared a state of emergency on Friday, triggering access to statewide assistance, um, including the National Guard. And I don't know. That's my take on it. You guys can feel whatever you want. I just think there's been way too much tornadoes and weird weather in specific places. Didn't feel right. Just didn't feel right. North Carolina Church raises thousands to pay off cafeteria lunch debt for every county school. Now, see, this is the kind of stuff we need to be doing, getting together as communities um, within our states. This reads, a North Carolina pastor has been helping children in need throughout his county, whether they need clothes, housing, or even a family. With programs like his, churches foster an adoption ministry. A few years ago, the city church in Gastonia started Hope Closet. It's a clothing giveaway for kids who may be displaced or kids in schools who need shoes. Sad, isn't it? A few weeks ago, he ran across a new article about the growing number of kids whose school lunches accounts remain unpaid. School lunch debt is a problem for districts across North Carolina. You know, I think it's a problem for um, a lot of kids in all the states, actually. That's my feeling on it. Um, so Pastor Dickie Spargo learned that families owed, own a total of 13000 We decided that we were going to share it with our church and then just take up an offering and see what happened. So in the last two weeks, the congregation raised $23,000. I love it. What a great opportunity to bless these kids. The pastor told his congregation after delivering the check. So there you go. You guys, everybody can do some cool stuff out there. It's just a matter of getting everybody together and doing it. Everybody's got a good heart, you know? And let's put our money where we really need it. You know, you always wonder, where do you send your money? How do you help? Well, that's how you can send your money and know that it's going to the right place. Because a lot of times, you know, what happened with that Black Lives Matter thing, right? You thought you was helping people. It wasn't helping people at all. People were just buying houses and stuff. Crazy. So that's a good one. I like that. All right. Well, let's talk about the shooter, the shooting that happened in Tennessee. This is a sad situation here. Kind of a weird deal. Still not quite sure on exactly what was going on here. It looks to me like from what I've read, I don't know what you guys have heard, but I'll give you a recap and then I'll kind of give me my feeling on it. It just feels like um, the girl was obviously mentally ill in this situation. So and the girl was 28 years old, used to attend the school, from what I can understand, and used to be involved with in the basketball team. But now the girl is a guy. So 
to me, that's got nothing to do with anything. Really, it's just that's the school she attended, why she decided she was mentally ill. And so she went back to where she went to school So is the only thing I can figure. But three children and three adult staff members were killed Monday at Covenant School in one of Tennessee's deadliest school shootings. Audrey Hale, 28, entered the school at about 10, 11 a.m., armed with a rifle. Officers who responded to the scene killed Hale about 10 minutes later. Video footage shows a timeline from when Hale first got to the school until police fired the fatal shots. I'm going to throw in my two cents here on this one. I believe that every school should have armed guards. And I think the teachers should have guns in the classrooms so that if something happens that they can defend themselves. I really do. A citywide vigil was held in Nashville on Wednesday and including remarks from Mayor John Cooper, other state and local officials and clergy and song performed by Cheryl Crow while Margot Price and Kat Sector of the Old Crow Medicine Show. First Lady Jill Biden also attended. Well, that was cool. At least they showed up. We are learning about the victims, but here's the thing. God bless the poor children and the people who were there. I mean, it was the people who were killed were Mike Hill, who was 61. Um, he was the janitor for 13 years. Cynthia Peak, who was 61, she was a close friend of Tennessee First Lady Marie Lee. Catherine Kuhn was 60. She was the head of was the head of school at Covenant. That's so crazy. And then there were students. Evelyn Dickinson, Haley Scruggs, and William Kinney, all nine, were students at the school. But here's the thing. This Audrey Hale, it says she was um, interacting with some of the kids she went to school with. Audrey's meth, uh, message of Verona Patton minutes before stepping into the Covenant School on Monday. Now listen to this, to kill the three adults and three children. Hale and Patton were teammates on the 2008 to 2009 Isaiah T. Cresswell Middle School girls basketball team. So this goes like back to middle school, which is crazy, you know? But you know, some people get stuck in middle school and high school and they can't get out. I'll just say that. Hale's focus on the team and former teammates resulted in awkward and strange interactions with those teammates in recent years. A teammate said, now listen to this. Mia Phillips was on the team with Hale in the same grade. Phillips said the team thought Hale was shy. So the team befriended her after middle school. Phillips and Hale attended different high schools and they drifted apart. So Hale reached out to Phillips periodically, like on social media, but often their time, often about their time on the middle school basketball team. But Phillips shared a story about attending Middle Tennessee State University and how Phillips had already received an email from Hale as Phillips set up a university email account. He also sent Phillips memorabilia related to their middle school basketball team, despite Phillips not knowing how Hale and Phillips, how Hale had Phillips' address. I'm trying to be as respectful and also as honest as possible, Phillips said. It felt obsessive. It felt like stalkerish behavior. Then intuitively, I picked up that the girl was obviously mentally ill, and instead of having a facility to help her in her daily care functions, she was ignored. Then, of course, she plays on the, well, she went back to the school where she had her memories. And that's kind of where she was stuck, you know, and that happens a lot of times. People just get stuck in a certain period of time or whatever. But 
it goes back to why don't we have care facilities for these people? And here's the deal. The parents probably don't know what to do. There's no facility to put her in. And so what do you do? Just hope she doesn't get a gun. And why did she have a gun? And why was she allowed to buy a gun? See, anyone who's mentally ill should be put on some type of watch list. Like, you know, hey, red flag, this person, you know, has psychiatric, um, you know, issues. That's what we need to do. So that's my take on that. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here's another one. CNN. This comes from CNN. I try to give everybody a little shot here, you know. And um, they're talking about the um, U.S. Department of Justice is going to sue Norfolk Southern over that Ohio train derailment. So it looks like the Department of Justice filed a suit against um, the freight train giant Norfolk Southern over its third February train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, seeking to ensure the company pays the full cost of cleanup. And any long-term effects, the lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court in Ohio on behalf of the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. It seeks penalties and injunctions relief for the unlawful discharge of pollutants under the Clean Water Act and in order addressing liability for past and future costs. Now, meanwhile, it emerged that, a check this out. This is what really hit me. It emerged that a team of government officials became sick while investigating the health effects of the tox toxic train derailment when they visited the Ohio site earlier this month, the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention told CNN. So what do you think it's doing to the people? And what I picked up intuitively on this is that we're being shown how our current elected officials are not taking care of its own, how we need to restructure our government. And that's kind of what I said before. It's interesting that I'm picking that up twice that, you know, we got to do something different. Maybe now in the age of Aquarius, we can do something a little different. You know, I've been noticing on my shows that um, I get the most play on people like Flat Earth Dave and people like that who are truth tellers. Cause I think, not that I think, I know people are searching for the truth. And so I'm going to come on more and more with news for Nancy and I'll do my best to bring on as many more truth tellers as I can. I will do as much as I can myself. Um, I have to kind of watch it a little bit, but I do want to get this information out to everybody. I want to get the spiritual information out because I want everybody to connect with source, divine creator, God, whatever you want to say, because I really want us to raise our vibration and become a kinder, more gently loving people. So that's kind of my motivation here. And if I can bring you cool information from people, I'll do it. And if I can give you information that I know, I'm definitely going to do it. So there you have it. That's the plan. I did um, channel Archangel Gabriel yesterday. I didn't get a chance to do this yesterday. I was going to do it yesterday, but I'm doing it today. And I want to read you what he said. And this is your message. This is for you. So I ask him, what would you like me to tell the people? So he says, dear Nancy, tell the people to not fear their future. The future is what we create. Every person has a voice. And every person has a choice. We have a choice to make when they choose how their energy flows. We'll either raise the vibration for good or remain in hate and fear. The more people who wake up and realize they create their own reality and can choose love over fear, the better we will be. 
The masses are expected to be angered at this time and to create more hate and unrest. Do not fall into this trap. It will just keep the cycle going. This is the tipping point for your people in the United States to find truth or not. The world is watching. Please choose love and compassion. We are all one. Love, Gabriel. Well, what this tells me is we can just sit by and watch what they're doing to Trump. And I'm not saying protest. I'm just saying, you know, we need to make some changes and we need to get together as communities and we need to stop these people who are in charge because they're not looking out for our best interest anymore. And what Gabriel's saying, what I got from this is it's up to us because we can choose to be loving and kind and compassionate and, and maybe change things that way. Or they're hoping that we choose fear and anger, which is bad energy and just creates the same cycle over and over and over. So this is the dawning. This is the age of Aquarius. This is the time for a change. And this is why we have to pay attention. We have to listen. Are they lying to us? We can't just sit in front of our TVs and eat Doritos and think that everything's going to be cool because it's not. And things are getting worse and worse. And so I'm just making you aware. I'm not saying be unhappy. I'm happy, happy, happy. But I'm just saying, be aware and let's start thinking about what can we do to change things? You know, are we like the gentleman who at the church decided they were going to pay off all the kids lunch? What are the most important things? It's our people. It's the homeless people. There's a lot of kids out there who don't have money for lunch. And so those are the things. You know, those things are so, so important right now. Not what's happening in another country, not who's getting elected and who slept with who. This is really important stuff here. And we've got to get back to basics and we've got to get back to what's truly important and keep our country because our country's going down. Here's the here's what I'm concerned about, to be straight with you. I'm preaching today. But what I'm really concerned about is our country, when you can prosecute someone for stuff that happened a long time ago it's got nothing to do with nothing just for political gain that's when i really feel like we've lost it and we have to do we the people we the people have to do something so anyway that's it for today. Hope it wasn't too lengthy. I hope you guys have a good week. I'll do my best to keep bringing you good information, having cool people on my show. If you want to, if you have a good story, you want to come on the show, if you want to recommend somebody for me to come on the show, just email me, nancyherald at gmail.com. I am happy to take your suggestions. I hope everybody has a fabulous April. It's going to be a beautiful spring and God bless. Take care.